And I, I had fun. I, I mean, it was hard, but I, I had fun. I did not have fun. I'll try and do that at least once a minute. Okay. <laughs> Is it on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. That was too loud. I'll, uh, I can be louder. Please, Would that help? No. Would that help? Please do not do that. Please do not. I'm Ivy. I'm, um... Uh, Chet, you betcha? The Batman. <laughs> Those are the two most different people I can think of. <clears throat> My name is Matt, and I sit on this side of the table. Which you can definitely tell from the audio. What if one time we sat on the opposite sides? No one would know unless we told them. I know, but we would know, and it would be terrible. I wouldn't like it. Everything would go wrong. We'd throw off, like, the feng shui of the room. Right. And everything would go wrong. When I was playing in Lake Philly, I always stood on the left side, and AJ always stood on the right side. And then we went to play Mahals. Mahals? Mahals. Um... Mahals. I think it's Mahals. Mahals. Uh, and we were like using... What? I thought it was Mahals. That's I don't how know. you always said it. Now I don't want to hear it any other different way. Okay. Um, we were using the other band's stuff. And oh, no. it was on the opposite sides. And we're just like, okay, I guess we don't have to carry us. And it was the worst gig we ever played. <laughs> and we were like, never again. At least you were in Cleveland where nobody knew you. Right, yeah. <clears throat> Everybody knew AJ, but no, nobody knew me. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like your home crowd that was like, oh, this is a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this was not good. So that's why I stand on the left now. It's a uh, good luck. Always. Good luck thing. Always left. Always left. So what's going on? Um, well, we, uh, we survived Friday the 13th and the Blood Moon, barely. Nothing happened. I don't... I... Here's what happened. I was driving to work, and I hit all of the lights green. <laughs> and I was like, I have a theory, but I don't want to tell anyone. Uh, because that's how you ruin it. Uh, is that because it was a blood moon and Friday the 13th. They canceled uh, out. They canceled each other out. Um, that was the only good thing that happened that day. And then it was just real bad after that. Um, crazy people coming in at work. Boss was all mad about some stuff. It was it was a time. And then I went to band practice, and I set a beer on my bass amp, and then it got vibrated off the bass amp. Well, don't set a beer on your bass amp. It's not furniture. If you you don't put a beer on a marimba, you don't put a beer on your trombone. Why would you put it well, on your bass amp? You can't put it on a trombone. So you can. Uh, no. I'm sure there's a way to balance it. You put it on the, if you have it on a stand, you can put it on the mouthpiece. You but put that's... it in the bell like a mute. <laughs> um, however, uh, later that night uh, was the Akron Recording Company's one-year anniversary party slash vinyl release party, and the vinyl for Where the Hell is Akron, Ohio, Volume 2 is now available. And I got some. And cool. now I'm on the record. Also... Low Siders vinyl is done. Woo! Nate's picking it up tomorrow, I think. We're swimming in discs. Uh, if he gets it tomorrow, like, I'm going to his house <laughs> to get it. Because I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I thought I saw a picture of it. 
I thought he posted a picture of it or something. He posted, that was like the test pressings. Oh, I see. Don't you have that already? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, but I want... Okay, 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 okay. Um, we, last night, uh, the Low Siders played at the Rialto Theater again. Uh, we played with the Massive Hot Dog Recall and nice the Liquid Dub. That's a great band name. <laughs> um, it's a, it's an innuendo. Uh, yeah. And the Liquid W's, and it was a pretty good show. I thought it was okay. I couldn't hear anything. What's a Liquid W? I'm not sure. I meant to ask them. I'm curious what that is like any kind of reference. And then I forgot. To. I, uh, all those guys are really cool. And, um, they covered, uh, Cherub Rock by the Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. It's on Guitar Hero. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's... Yeah. It's not ringing a bell, but... Okay. Which Guitar Hero? Three? I don't know. I think. If it was anything that wasn't two or three, I won't know. All right. Or 80s. I know the 80s one a lot. Um, but yeah, those guys are awesome. His brother's in the uh, Ohio Weather Band. Did I tell you that? Oh, no. That's cool. Yeah. We were we were outside talking, and they said something about, oh, yeah, the Weather Band. I was like, wait, your brother's in the Weather Band? And he's like, yeah, he's the bass player for the Ohio Weather Band. That's and I was cool. like, I saw them. Uh, At Bud and Tootie's that time, didn't we? Isn't that... That one time we were there? No, that um, was... That was something else. Um, Stagecoach? Stagecoach Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that was the other um, one. They have played there, though. Um, if anyone if anyone listening has the opportunity, they're a great band. Um, but I saw them open for Kevin Devine oh. and Now Now at Musica in, like, 2013. Oh. And the guitar... Or the, uh, the bass player singer from Liquid W's was there. Oh, cool. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Like... I guess it's not that weird. I mean, but, still kind of that you know each other now, but yeah. you didn't then. He was like, yeah, I was like 14. I was like, shut up. Um, <laughs> oh, he's younger than you? Apparently. Oh. Um, I took my synthesizer to Cleveland today to get it fixed, and I am excited. It's being synthesized. It is being re-synthesized. Uh, I got home from work today and got out of the car, and I was like, hmm, my tire looks funny, and there's a big screw in it. That would make it kind of funny. Uh-huh. Uh, so hopefully overnight it doesn't go completely flat and I have to change it before work because I'm sure that will be bad. Uh, so I have to go get that plug tomorrow morning and I was having a good day today. I was so mad. I was like in a pleasant mood. We gotta share that meme. There's a great Spongebob meme that Matt found and it says like when things are going all right and then it's the picture of, uh... Fred the fish walking in going, rev up those fryers, and it says car problems over him. <laughs> um, it's a great meme. Uh, um, my leg! Uh, next band outing is this Friday. Uh, the Low Siders and Hollow Rogues playing at the Matinee in Highland Square. Uh, should be a good old time. And Buffalo Riders. Hollow Rogues are opening. Uh, please bring earplugs. <laughs> Love yourself. Bring earplugs. Always wear protection. Um, I think that's uh, that's it as far as um, what's going on this week. What's going on with you? Um, not a whole lot. It was another pretty pretty slow going week, but uh, my book is done being written. And by that, I mean that all of the scenes that will be written, I believe, unless something is horribly wrong and I don't know it, are done. So everything I should have to do from this far out is, like, 
tweaking stuff and making it good and uh, definitely cutting down a lot. I cannot, I physically cannot add anything else because there's like 130,000 words and it needs to be like 80 or 90,000 words. So that's uh, like 40K I got to cut somewhere and I'm like losing my mind trying to figure out where that's going to be. But anyway, uh, everything is written that needs to be written. Now it just needs to be like really edited and refined and put in order because it's like there's three different stories and I haven't like sat down and like figured out now that I have each story in order, I got to figure out how I'm mixing them together. Yeah. Because obviously they still need to be like in order, but like, you know, which scene's going to come after because it's going to alternate. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that, but then it's like almost ready for people's eyes, which is horrifying, but also kind of exciting because also like I want to break from it for a little while because I think that'll make me do a better job if I take a break and then come back to it so I'm not so like deeply entrenched as I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I need feedback of what is good and bad and working and not working and all that so uh three years and it's finally there ish so that's something Uh, i finally feel like i did something so it only took that long uh other than that uh nothing nothing too crazy uh i've been wanting to play old pokemon games obviously i've been gaming a lot lately but i wanted to play gen 3 and i was sitting around like well I don't have a Game Boy Advance, so I can't play my old Gen 3 games, and I was trying to figure out how to do... There's a thing you can, like, download on your computer called an emulator, and it's basically you play it on your PC, but it's it's the Game Boy game, or it's the... Mm. It's, like, a different system, but you can download this thing so you can play it on your PC, which um, some people do. Seems to work. And then uh, I was digging through my DS games the other day, just looking for something else. And I came across, I forgot that I own Omega Ruby, which is the DS remake of those games. So I started it over because I haven't touched it in like three years because I forgot I had it. So I had no emotional attachment. I didn't even look because if I had looked at the old stuff, I would have been like, oh, and then got really sad <laughs> not being able to delete it. Uh, that's why when I got uh, in the mood to play Sun and I didn't want to delete it, I just went and bought Moon mm-hmm. or whichever one I had first. Um, so anyway, started over Omega Ruby. Good stuff. Gen 3 is tied with Gen 1 for my favorite. Mm. I like them both so much, and it's because they're the ones I played the most and they're the ones I know the best. I also like Gen 2 a lot, but it's probably not not in the top tier. It's probably second place. But 1 and 3 are tied for first. I can't decide which I actually like best. I really, really like Gen 3, so that's cool. Gotta take a sip of my tea before I lose my voice, because you don't want to hear that. Uh, the only other exciting thing that happened to me was yesterday I went to Target, and I was just wandering around, and if you saw my Insta story, you'll see that I, I imparted some wisdom, which is you don't go to Target because you need something, you go to Target and it tells you what you need. <laughs> That's what Target's for. So I was wandering around, and uh, I was looking around like the video game sort of section, and I wandered by, and I literally did one of those, like, screech turn around because I saw they had a box of those like Kingdom Hearts mystery keychain mm-hmm. things that come in the little baggie and you don't know which character you're getting until you buy it and open it which is great marketing for a person like me who really wants what she wants and also wants to collect them all great marketing I have bought four of them in total but yesterday I bought one and they put like cardboard in it so you can't really feel but I could feel that the top of the head was pointy which is a good sign for the ones that I wanted because I needed spiky hair so I picked, it was the first one I touched, and I was like, I'm getting this. I need it. They're like $6 or something. 
and I got home and I opened it and it was Roxas and it was the one I've been trying to get since I started buying those. And it only took me four of them to get them, which really, in the grand scheme of things, is not that bad. Uh, I don't think, anyway. So now my, uh, my keys are a pound heavier and I am a pound happier. So, like, I literally squealed and, like, jumped around. I was so excited because I, I got my favorite character. I'm so happy. And uh, fun fact, Jesse McCartney, the voice of Roxas, got engaged yesterday, just so you'd know. Just a, uh, a random happened to happen on the same day that I opened his keychain. So it was probably because of me. <laughs> uh, I've been in love with him since I was about six years old, and that's never going to change. And it's fine. Uh, so that's about it. So I, those, if those are the most exciting points of my week, you can tell the sort of life that I'm currently living. I thought of something else I wanted to uh, that that happened mm-hmm. um, last night. I, did I tell you this? I don't know. I don't know if I told you this. I left uh, the Rialto Theater, and I don't know how to get in or out of Kenmore. It's <laughs> it's a bit of an enigma to me. You get on seventy six, right? But I don't know which way that is. <clears throat> I don't remember. So I just punch it my GPS. Like, please take me home. Same. Um, so it's kind of taking me down the road, and I turn and I turn again. And when I turn again, there's like five cop cars and oh. an ambulance oh. and the roads roped off. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. An emergency has occurred. Oh, no. Uh, some Someone did something bad to someone. <laughs> something happened here. That's what that's what you know. Uh, so I had to do a U-turn in front of like five cop cars. Uh, <laughs> oh. But I didn't have much choice. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's accepted in that situation. Yep. Okay. Okay. So now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's Things of the Week. Tatwa. Say it. Tatwa. Say it. Things of the Week. Bop. That's what I write on my notes. Tatwa. Tatwa. Go ahead. All right. Um, so last night after escaping the police and driving home, <laughs> I... Uh, my, the guitar player in my band, Nate, said, Hey, man, I'm going to go up to the matinee to drop off some flyers. You want to grab a beer? And I was like, sure, man. Um, so I walked down to the matinee, and we saw... Well, we just, like, walked in, and there was, like, a band setting up. And I was like, oh, cool, band. Um, and it was the Werewolves, who we saw briefly at Porch Rocker last year. Um, but they're really cool. I really liked them. It's very loud in there. Oh, uh, good to know. And then we were standing there, and the like mac and cheese places next door. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be real good. Haven't had it yet. It certainly smelled real good. And I, I was, feel like if I ate it, I'd probably die though. Yeah. Um, so we're standing there, and I was like, I need food. Uh, so we walked across the street to, to Zubs, and it's been a minute since I've been to Zubs, and I got the uh, the bender, uh, which is the bacon, egg, and cheese. And it was great. That's a very good one o'clock in the morning uh, post-gig sandwich. Um, Also, I bought an album by Spoon. It's like I've been listening to a lot of Spoon, but I only have four of their albums on my computer. And I'm old school, and I put things on my phone. Uh, And so I bought the Ga 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 album, uh, which is a great album name. Sure. Uh, if you say so. It's great. It's great. Um, also, I started watching Speed Racer, and it is so wonderful. 
Uh, it's t- it's terrible. Uh, but it's it, bad. It's so bad that it's great. And I'm having a great time watching it. I just could not keep my comments to myself. I had a feeling about everything, and none of them were positive. <laughs> like, even when it was funny, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, can I tell them the not spoiler? Mm-hmm. It's not a spoiler, because they say it every four seconds. There's a masked racer, and it's Speed Racer's brother, and the narrator tells you that every time he comes on screen. And I was like, why the heck just say, like, it's the masked racer, no one knows who it is, or say nothing and just let them know that there's a character that's the masked racer, and then on the season finale, then you reveal that it's Speed Racer's long-lost brother that disappeared. Right. Why do you say it? They literally say, like, unbeknownst to Speed Racer, this is his brother that disappeared five years ago, or whatever it is. And I'm like, why would you say that? I screamed it every time. Like, that bothered me it's, more than any of the bad animation or the bad dialogue. That's like, my that favorite part of the show. That bothers me so much. It's so... Who allowed that? I, I who don't, allowed well, that? Well, they, they introduced both of those concepts at the same time. One, that Speed Racer had an older brother, Rex, who had a big fight with her dad, and he ran away from home. Yeah. And also that there's the mysterious masked racer. Um, well, Speed Race's older brother, Rex, wanted to be a race car driver, and Pops wouldn't let him, so he ran away from home. But now Speed Racer's allowed to be a race car driver. Yeah. So, so I, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so they introduced both those things at the same time, and I'm like, well, it's obviously his brother. <laughs> and then the next episode starts, and they're like, oh, this is the masked racer, uh, who Speed Racer doesn't know is actually his older brother, Rex. And I'm like, I love this show. <laughs> Rex Racer. Yep. That's actually the one of the better names on the show. Like, it's a stupid name, but it's good. Yeah. What's his little brother's name that I hate? Spritle. Spritle. His name is Spritle. His first name. Spritle Racer. Please just understand this. I'm upset. Yeah, and Inspector Detector. Yeah, and Monkey Chim Chim. Yeah, Jim Jim the monkey. The monkey that we need. Is that it? And Mr. Klepto. No more. No more. <laughs> the famous thief. No more. Do you have anything uh, else? I love it. Um, no. I have a thing, but it'll I'll I'll talk about it later. Okay. This week my things of the week include been listening to a lot of Marina formerly known as Marina and the Diamonds. It's weird for me to just call her by one name. That is weird to me. But anywho, uh, that's what I've been listening to. I watched an old movie called Chasing Liberty, which is from, I think, 2004 was when they made it. It's uh, Mandy Moore is in it, and it's the same, uh, the Irish guy from Leap Year. And it's like a rom-com. She's the president's daughter and runs away from secret security and, uh, you know, when she's in Europe one day. And what she doesn't know is that the hot guy she runs away with is actually working for her dad. Is actually like an agent that he hired to like keep an eye on her while they were away because he suspected that she would run away. Mm. So, you know, obviously they fall in love, but then what's she gonna do when she finds out that he was hired to go around with her instead of like the freedom that she thought she had because she was running away? So, um, actually, it was a really good movie, good if you like rom coms. Uh, In a lot of ways, I was telling Matt about this. There is a scene that is the exact same as Leap Year, just like in a different setting, basically. but it's, like, the same scene in both movies, which was funny to me because I immediately realized that it was the same guy from Leap Year because I love that movie. Uh, hilarious, if you've seen them. 
I also started watching the Marie Kondo show on Netflix. It's great. It's just watching people organize stuff. And it's lovely and very relaxing. Now, I've heard <clears throat> some things about that show. And I don't know if I don't know if that's a good thing for you to be Why? watching. What do you mean? Uh, I've heard it breaks people's brains and they go in crazy cleaning mode. The thing that I like about it is that, um, and I didn't really realize that when I started because everybody's like, oh, now I feel like I need to like clean out my closet. Now I feel like I need to get rid of all my items. And so, but I wanted to see it because I just wanted something that like wasn't, wasn't anything. I wanted my brain to just shut off. And it's really nice because you see, like a lot of those shows where they would like clean out people's houses and junk, they like shame them for having so much crap. And they're like, you need to get rid of everything. You can't keep. She doesn't judge anybody for what they do want to keep. She just helps people figure out what they want to keep and what mm-hmm. they want to get rid of and what they do need and what they don't need. But she's never like people are like, somebody wants to keep all these. There was a guy that collected baseball cards, and Mm -hmm. he had, like, 35,000 baseball cards just, like, stacked in boxes in their bedroom. And she she didn't tell him, like, you have to get rid of those, you don't need them. She was just like, well, just think about it. Like, do you need all of them or not? But if that's what you want to keep because you have an emotional connection to them, then you can keep them. So it wasn't like she didn't tell anybody to get rid of anything or judge people for, like, how they wanted to organize. She was just like, this is how I do it, and this is what works. So I thought that was really nice because a lot of those shows just get super, like making fun of people for what they want and what makes them happy. And there was this lady with, like, all these clothes, and she's like, well, clothes are what make me happy, and so I want to keep a lot of them. So she, just, she helped them figure out how to organize their closets better so this lady could keep all her clothes that she wanted. So I thought that was cool. I would recommend it. It's very relaxing and very cute, and I like the families that they have. Um, also, chicken nuggets been getting me through. Also, I tried... Uh, there's regular yogurt, there's Greek yogurt, and then there's Icelandic yogurt. And uh, I tried it, and I think I like it. It's supposed to be real good for your tongue, so I'm trying that out. Um, it's, like, it's like even thicker than Greek yogurt, so I like couldn't even eat the whole thing. It's very thick yogurt. But uh, I think it made my tongue feel good, so that's a good thing. Mm. So I'm trying that out. And a uh, big old shout-out to Trico, my Pokemon friend, my boy, my sweet boy started over ruby and i i just picked him with i don't even have to look at the other options i love my sweet trico things of the week i think what makes me nervous about that show is that i'm a pack rat and have emotional connection to everything <clears throat> uh i mean i'm not i'm not doing anything i'm just watching not the show. yet i clean out my closet not like yet. once a month I already did that. I've not cleaned out my closet, ever. Well, that is an opportunity. See, it's already corrupting your brain. Okay, I just won't have any joy anymore, then. (laughs) I'll just wallow in sadness instead. That's that's not what I meant. You can take this from me, it's alright. No. Let's move on. I don't want you to be sad. I just don't want you to throw out my stuff. I'm not going to touch your stuff. It's yours. Okay. But I would help you if you ever wanted. Why don't don't you introduce the fine people (laughs) to uh, this week's review segment? Yeah, so now it's review time, the part of the show where we come out and review. And uh, this week we're reviewing the new album... uh, Profanities ahead, just be aware. Uh, 
the new album from <laughs> Profanities Abound. <laughs> Protuberances Abound. Um, where was I? Uh, uh, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. I don't know which way I it is. I think it's Lana. I don't like it saying like that, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, I'm Midwestern and it's Lana to me. Um, she has a new album and it's called Norman Fucking Rockwell. And it came out like this month or maybe in August. And we reviewed it. We listened to it and now we're going to talk about what we thought. Sound like a plan? I, I guess so. Okay. Uh, That's usually what we do at this part of the show. Okay, good. Um, I'm a longtime <laughs> Lana Fana. They don't actually call it that. I just said it. Uh, I've liked her for a long time. She's had some, some good albums and some bad albums, in my opinion. Maybe not bad, but there's definitely ones that I thought were better than others. Um, but I've listened to her a lot. Have you listened to her very much? I have not. I did not think so. I wouldn't have guessed. Um, but anyway, overall, what did you think of this album? I said in all capital letters, oh my god, I was so bored. Really? Uh... I thought maybe you would like some of it. I did like some of it. Okay. I didn't say I didn't like any of it. <laughs> I said, oh my god, I'm so <laughs> bored. That's a good point. We'll get to that. Um, I said I loved it. I thought it was beautiful and emotional and very artistic. And wow. I really enjoyed it. This is about to be rough. I think it was lovely. Um, what things did you like about it? Um, I thought it was lovely. Uh, it's, uh, all of the, the music and the production is just gorgeous. Yeah. It is beautiful. Uh, they got the best sounding piano ever, and she has a lovely voice, Mm -hmm. and I love all the arrangements, and it's very pretty music. I think my favorite song was probably California. That's my least favorite. Oh, good. I would have called that my least favorite for sure. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else do you like? Oh, uh, that was, no. <laughs> no. This, I'm glad that it's fun. Uh, was that it? Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, about? Mm, no. I mean, I, we're coming from two very different points of view. I've listened to her past work a, right. a decent amount, and you haven't. This is your first introduction pretty much I've, ever, right? I've listened. You've probably to, heard I've her heard, before, but yeah, like, but never a lot. Like, I've just really liked her for a long time, so. Um, yeah, her voice is super unique, and I like how it's, like, old-fashioned sounding. She sounds like a lounge singer from, like, the 1920s, and that's what I love about her. Um, I think she has, like, a really cool range, because she has, she goes really high and really low, and I think it's all really nice. Um, the thing that I like the most about her is that she makes art and not radio music. Like, she's not trying to get on the radio. The first five songs on the album are all explicit. Like, they're not... The singles aren't going to be on the radio, and she doesn't care, because that's not what she's making. You know? Can you respond? Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. It's it's easier if you, like... Sometimes you just stare blankly at me, and I don't I was, know what I'm supposed to do. I was listening. Do. Yeah, but I pause, like, so we can converse. Well, so, okay. Because I wanted to know what you thought. This is the common issue in our household. Um, sometimes when I'm talking, I put pauses in my speech. It's just, it, it's something that I do. And a lot of times when I'm talking, I will, will respond before I'm done with my thought. Well, because I, I think you're done. Because I put just little like pauses in there. <laughs> and 
when Ivy talks, I... You don't answer me. I, oops, <laughs> I thought you were just pausing before moving on to the next point. No, I want to have a conversation. <laughs> Help! Help us! <laughs> I have more thoughts. I'm going to keep going. I just think it's cool that she's not concerned with, like, yeah, but I need to make it this so that they'll play it on the radio, or I need to make it this so it'll be in the top ten charts or whatever. Like, she, I don't think she's ever cared about that. You can tell by her lyrical content that she's not trying to be a pop princess. So, like, I just think that's cool, and it lets her, like, make weird, different stuff. Um... I've always really liked her stuff lyrically. I think she's very, like, candid, and it's got, like, I don't know, she just chooses interesting words and images and stuff sometimes and makes them sort of thematic, which is cool. Um, And it's a little unexpected at times, which is fun. Um, She has a very specific, like, aesthetic. Like, this is what she sounds like. It's like a, a, a smoky lounge you know, in the in the 20s or the 30s or whatever, and she's, like, got one of them old-timey microphones, and she's, like, laying on top of a piano or something. I just love that about it. It always sounds very, like, very deliberate in, like, we want it to feel and sound like this. Um, and it's different across the albums, but I think on this one particularly, it was very, like, soft, loungy, cool stuff. Um... I liked that there was, like, a full band for a lot of it. I thought the production and, like, the arrangements were really good. It's just, it was, like, very full instrumentation on everything. I thought that was super nice. Um, And my favorites were Mariner's Apartment Complex, uh, Doing Time, and Love Song, which I think were pretty much all together. They were all towards the beginning in the first half, I think. So, what grievances have you? I know what you're gonna say! What? It's long! It is too long. Good lord, it was long. It was too long. I, it's, it was like a, an, an hour and 15? No, it's like an hour and four. Oh, it was far, I closed it. It's, it was far too long. It was just over an hour. Um, but it and was. And while that is a, a common complaint from me, I think you can justify something of that length if it is diverse enough to warrant being that long. If you're going to cover a lot of musical ground, yeah, the White Album works because <laughs> it's not just an hour and a half of rock and roll songs. It There's a lot of stuff. There's some stuff on the White Album that could have gone. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree. But at least it's different. Yeah. This is an hour-long piano ballad. Um, I would say there are one or two that I think broke it up a little bit. There was no song over 90 beats per minute. That's probably true. I think you you definitely have a point, and I agree that some of them blended into one another, and it was a lot of the same. I, I, n- to me, that's not a bad thing, but it is a thing. I, I really liked the mood that it set, and then it just stayed there. Yeah. Forever. And ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ever. No piano ballad needs to be nine minutes long. That was unnecessary. <laughs> More than half of the songs are over four minutes. Yeah. And again, that's fine. You can write a nine-minute song if you have nine minutes worth of things to say. And there's not. It's like three minutes worth of things to say over an hour. 
um, I don't like the lyrics. I mm. listen. She started singing "Summertime" by George Gershwin. This is one of my favorite songs ever. I didn't. When was that? Well, I think it, I think it's Gershwin. Now I have to look. I don't want to say that something sounds wrong. right. Um, summertime. Is it Gershwin? Gershwin. Yes, George Gershwin. All right, I feel better. Um, it's summertime and the living is easy. Mm. And I was like, I, this is what I want to hear her sing right now. I need, it's one of my, like, favorite songs ever. Like, anytime anyone covers that, I'm, like, (laughs) all about it. And then it was just that first line. Mm. And it's like, it was probably, like, an aesthetic thing, like, on purpose. Yeah. But it just, it, just the... Yank switch out of that just made me so mad. That was a personal attack on It was you. a personal attack. <laughs> and she did it like 50 times because these songs are like five minutes long. <laughs> and I just, it seemed cheap to me. That seemed cheap. Um, I was really hoping she was covering Neil Young's Cinnamon Girl. She was not. Uh, she was just, you know, making a reference. Just, just using the title of yeah. a very famous rock song. Uh, just to personally make me mad. Um, so here's, alright, here's my biggest gripe, and maybe you'll disagree. And this is, this is gonna make me sound like an old white guy, and I, just listen. Too many swear words. I knew you were gonna say that. Allow me to explain. I think, and it's not like, oh, this is... This is the devil music. Oh, she's corrupting our children. I well, think, she is, but that's what she's trying to do. Right. I think the the usage of those words depends on context, and it depends... You remember in, like, English class, when they're, like, highlighting everything is the same as highlighting nothing? Yeah. Using lots of swear words is the same as using no swear words. Sure. One or two well-placed fucks (laughs) can, like, really accentuate a point or, like, an idea or a lyric. But she just, all the time, just every song, all the, ever, forever, um... (laughs) Gotta keep them episode titles fresh. (laughs) Um, and it was just, like, the effectiveness of the swear words loses its punch if you use them too often. And I think that's true of society. I mean, I use cuss words all the time. Right. But they feel fine to me. <laughs> I, okay, I disagree. Uh, but that's, that's okay. I get your point. I can see that. It just, it seems like... All right, here's my other thing. She gives off this vibe of, like... How do I put it so it makes sense and doesn't sound too mean? Um, It's very much like, look how edgy I'm being. Look how not a pop star. I mean, she's pretty pretentious. Yeah. But she just is. And it, I could super tell. You just got to get with it or you don't like it, and that's I, fine. I don't like it. That's, I'm, that's fine. I'm just okay. saying you're, you're in the other camp. Okay. I, I was, like, excited because I've heard great things about Lana Del Rey, and then I was not. I think you should listen to her first album. Okay. It's 
by far her best for sure the first album and then she did like an ep that was kind of like an addendum to it those are also really good but oh. the first album for sure is is really good i think you would like it better you might not love it but i do think that you would maybe appreciate it a little bit more i i mean i generally don't like piano stuff that much it's not terribly piano-y okay um I would say that one sounds a little bit more, I mean, it still kind of sounds like an old movie score in a lot of ways, like yeah. this one did, but it, that one's a lot more summery. A lot of the songs are sort of about summer and have, a, like, a lot of a lighter mood to them. Like, they sound lighter, even though, like, the subject matter is still sort of dark like and sad like these ones are. Sure. Um, but it's sort of that difference between, like, it sounds a little happier, mm-hmm. even though there's kind of, like, a darkness to it. Right. But the the lyrics are kind of sad at the same time. Okay. Okay. I mean, I might I might have to listen to it. I've, I've never, like, really sat down and listened to a bunch of her stuff. But, like... I think if you listen to that one and you don't like it, you'll know for sure you don't like her at all. But if you listen to that one, you might find that you like it. Right. But I can't say for sure. Okay. But it's not quite the same as this. Okay. It's down the same street, but it's not the same. Okay. Um... Do you have any grievances to air? Yeah, I just got a few. It was pretty long. Uh, Nine-minute song is unnecessary. That was... I didn't hate, like, the beginning of the song. Like, I don't hate the song, but it was... It did go on for a while. Um, Yeah, like I was saying, it's, like, got that same sort of, like, sadness, like, hidden in it. But some of her other albums that I like better are are more fun at the same time. Mm -hmm. And this was a lot more just... I don't know. I'm trying to think of the right way to say it, but I guess it was just, it was more one note and it was more, it's just like an art piece. I can't look at it. It's not just a piece of art. It's what it feels like mm-hmm. to me. She's not like, they're not meant to be like singles and they're not meant to be even maybe like taken at face value. It's just all supposed to come together as like a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes maybe the lyrics don't matter as much like what they mean as how they sound. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so that's just something that's, like, different, um, some weird, like, electronic things mixed in that I was, like, I was really enjoying the sort of, like, full band symphonic-y things, and then all of a sudden there was, like, a weird guitar pedal or something, Mm. and I was, like, mmm, like, those took me out of it, so I wasn't as crazy, um, about those sort of, it only happened a couple times, but I didn't love it, and I guess it's exactly what I expected, from her, which is which makes it a little bit like I wish there would have been like something more surprising. Yeah, I guess like I still really liked it, but there was nothing that was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool and different. Mm-hmm. The most different song I think was "Due in Time" because it was a little bit more R and B ish, a little bit leaning towards hip hop. There was more of a beat to it, so that would have been the most different thing that I didn't expect. But for the most part, it was like, yeah, this is this is what I would think of. A Lana Del Rey album sounds like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a bad thing. It's like similar thematically to other things she's done. But I do think that it was more cohesive than some of her other more recent albums. So on, in a good note, it, it did maybe what they were trying to do better. So I guess it's not a grievance, but like those are the things that I, I thought about. Mm-hmm. So how would you rate it? Um, I said overall... Uh, I thought it was a very well-produced album and with a very good vocal performance, but otherwise incredibly dull. 
Uh, and I said four. <sighs> Killing me. I gave it an eight. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, again, I don't think it's meant to be listened to as actively. I think it's perfect background music. I could write to that all day. And I probably will. Because it's, it's like low energy enough that I'm not going to get distracted. But it's so pretty that it's going to like keep my brain, brain juices flowing. So I think it's perfect for like putting on in the background while you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. And just being like the backdrop. Because it's just so pretty and, and artful and, and like a specific mood. Instead of like tossing you all around and like distracting you while you're doing something else. Yeah. Does that make sense? I could, I could see that. If you were like, you know, passive listening to it. Yeah. I could see it being like an enjoyable background thing. But to sit yeah. down and be, that be the only thing that you're doing. Yeah, I don't think I would do that again. Like, no. we did that for the review, but I don't think I would listen to it that way again. And I don't think that's what it's for. Yeah. To be honest. It's definitely not what it's for for me. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think, better than her last album or two. Uh, her last couple that I, have, I haven't been that crazy about. I've listened to them once or twice and then been like, the person I hate that's like, the old stuff's better. But um, I thought Lust for Life was a pretty good album, but Ultraviolence and whatever the other one's even called, Hollywood or something, mm. um, I didn't care for either of those um, for, for the most part. But this one was really good, and I will listen to it again. Uh, it's nonsense, but I love it. And that's my closing statement. Anything else? Nope. Uh, well, thanks for listening to it. If y'all out there have listened to it and you have thoughts, you should let us know. Hit us up on social media with with your feelings. What we need to find, it seems like every time we do an album and the uh, results are very skewed, (laughs) uh, I'm the negative Nancy. I don't think that's... Has there been anything that I've loved and you've hated? Because I don't think so. I mean... I know I wasn't that crazy when we listened to Pink Floyd that time. Yeah, but you still gave it like a six or a seven. Because I'm trying to be objective. I don't know. I'm not trying to be that, like, I guess we don't have to be. Um, I feel like there's been some, but I think you're probably right for the majority of the time. Yeah. Why am I so negative? I don't know. Why am I broken? Maybe it's just because you know music better than I do, and I'm just like a dumb sheeple. That's like, lady, sing good. Me like, make me cry. Say the fuck word. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I could, I do the same thing too. But it's, I just, maybe I'm just old and angry. I'm a Waldorf. Of, of, and Statler? Yeah. Wait, are you Statler and I'm Waldorf? Who's, which, which who's one's which? which? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't know which name goes with which. I'm definitely guy. Bert, and Ivy is Ernie. That's absolutely true. That is true for sure. Uh, we should do a uh, we should do a like a collective list of famous duos in which one is which. <laughs> that could be a game next week or something. That would be fun. We could both come up with like as many duos as possible, and then we'll just decide who's who. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's going to be so, it's, it's not even, because we're all going to, we're going to agree, like, every time. I don't know, it'll be fun. Maybe I don't think, uh, I don't think there's going to be any sort of. Yeah, but we'll explain why. Now I'm, now I'm excited. Now I'm thinking <laughs> of a bunch. 
we'll hold them in until next time. And All then right. we'll have a good time. Review? Review. Okay, so I said that there was a thing of the week that I wanted to shelve until later, and now it's that time. So, every... <coughs> oh, no. Every six or eight months or so, I sit down and go through the entire Switchfoot catalog. And by the entire catalog, I mean the five albums and two EPs that are actually matter. Um, and every time I'm like, I love this band so much. And it's a very specific feeling and a very strange feeling that I feel about them. Um, like, I was thinking about it, and as far as, like, bands that were important to me becoming a musician, like, they're probably, like, second or third. Yeah, they're up there, I'm sure. Um... And it's like, I have a, an emotional connection to this music that I don't have with a lot of other stuff, and it's very odd to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember where I was when I heard Hello Hurricane the first time. Like, the album. Yeah. Like, I could, I could take you mm -hmm. to the place, and I could sit down on the floor, and I'd be like, I was standing right here, Ben Potts was standing right there, the stereo was right there. I was in your car, we got Taco Bell, and then we drove and parked at the elementary school. Yes. That's when I heard it for the first time. And it's, it's like, it was the first real concert that I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben's dad drove us to Pittsburgh, and we saw Switchfoot. Shout out to Ben's dad. Yeah. He just had a birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> he had a birthday. Um. That's a I just really like that, uh, figure of speech. Like, he had a birthday. Like, you always have a birthday. But we know what it means. I guess so. I just like <clears throat> that. Go on. Um, and so it's it's what I think I I think what happened was I listened to that music too much, and now it's very evocative of a time and place for me, and mm -hmm. it's hard to listen to sometimes. Same. Um, and but I went through it all, and man, are those songs good, and man, are those songs fun. Um. By absolute coincidence, or cosmic intervention, uh, like the day after that, uh, their album Nothing Is Sound celebrated its 10th anniversary. Um, We're ancient. Um, not, n not yet. Mm. Uh, so we thought it would be fun um, this week to list the top five Switchfoot songs. Oh boy. And that was a mistake. And but we can't go back now because we have no other content. It's too late, and it's <laughs> Sunday night, and we don't have any other content. And I, I had fun. I, I mean, it was hard, but I, I had did, fun. I did not have fun. I feel pretty good about my list. I don't know how you'll react. I, I'm excited to see what you say. My prediction is that we have one song in common. I'm going to guess... Maybe two at the absolute most. I'm going to guess two. I think you exactly think two. two. I think our number ones might be the same. Oh. Maybe. I can see it, but I can also see you putting something else, and I do have a guess for what it could be. I, I... So I'll... If you want me to guess when we get there, I will. Here's what happened. 
um, when we when I sat down, I was like, I'm just going to write a list of what the songs I think are best. That's what I did. Um, four of the first five songs I wrote are in are the in top the five. <laughs> and then I went through and thought about it some more, and then a couple of them got rearranged mm-hmm. within the list. And then one of them, like, I didn't think about until I sat and listened to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this, this has got to be in there. Um... I'm excited. I am emotionally drained. Um, I love this band. I don't like their new albums. That makes me sad. Maybe someday they'll bring it back around. I... I don't know. I'm going to get all emotional. Um, if you are, just think about how there's a... An, an amplifier in our living room that currently has two of its wheels fell off, so it's leaning, and Ray keeps trying to sit on top of it, and she just slides off, but she holds on because she wants to sit on top of yeah, it. Yeah, so leaving the, the gig last night, I broke two of the casters off of my amp, and uh, Ray likes to sit on them, but now it's <laughs> leaning at, I mean, a good, probably, what, 20, 20 degree? 30 degree angle, yeah. maybe. It's a lot of fun. She just, when she tries to lay down, she just slides off of it, and she kept, like, turning around as if that would help. It was very funny. (laughs) She's sitting there now. She doesn't look very comfortable. She's, like, mad. She wants to be sitting there, (laughs) but she's like, but it's not good. Yeah. But I want to sit here. All right. I think you should go first. Okay. I will. So, uh, top five is when we rank the top five, and we're just going to start from five and go up and see how our lists are the same. I'm prepared to be mad at you. Number five is Chem 6A, so you can be as angry as you want to be. It's it's such a fun song. It's one of their most fun songs. And it's just carefree and good and happy. And it's like, it's about like not giving a shit, and I love it. (laughs) It's just, my favorite part of that song is, Go John! (laughs) Hooah! Yeah. It's, that's... That song is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's also incredibly dumb. Yeah, and that's why I like it, though. When, all right, here's... here's like, a lot of their songs are... Sorry, do you want to go ahead, or do you want me to explain I, first? I was going to... No, you can explain first, and then I have a story. Okay, mine's just that, um... Oh, now I'm gonna forget, oh no! A lot of their songs are so deep and heavy. Uh, not even just, like, you know, sound-wise, but, like, yeah. content wise and it's like a lot of them like you go through a lot listening to them and that's why this one is so good because it's so silly and so nothing and so fun it's oh i thought it's okay. literally just so fun and it doesn't ask anything of you except for you to enjoy yourself and not care and i love it um all right in in that line i'll put two more in my uh, honorable <laughs> mention because i i like i love those songs but i are they top five i don't i don't think so See, like, I have a couple other ones that, like, I think that one is the most like that, but one or two others that are that, similar Isn't that, that, like, the first song on their first album? I believe it's the second song. Okay. But yes. I love it. It's just fun. It's the Legend fun. of Chin. Yeah. Do you know why they called it that? No. The original band was the Chin Ups? Oh. That was, the, or that was the name of the band before they picked Switchfoot. They went from chin to foot, huh? Yeah. That's a totally different part of the body. What a change. I didn't know that. I didn't know where that came from. I'll watch the movie. This is not me. I was literally going to start just (laughs) saying the lyrics to you. I just wanted to sing. Go ahead. 
Um, it's nothing but a chemical in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just like so everybody I'm, else. Um, when I, when me and Ben Potts, when Dave Potts drove us to the Switchfoot concert mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, it was right before Hello Hurricane came out. So we are old. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and there was a, 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 a lull in the show. Or like something broke. And John was just like, any requests? And somebody went, Chem 6A. And he was like, oh, I don't even know if I, I don't, do we remember him? <laughs> and he just kind of, he fumbled through it mm-hmm. and played Chem 6A just like That's on an acoustic so cool. or something. <laughs> Did he sing it? Yeah. That's so cool. Was, I love it. It was really funny. How big of a place was that in? Um, It was in like a gym. Oh. So... And we were real close. I would I would say about the same size as like like the Beachland. Oh, was it like at a college or something? I th- no, I think it was like at a high school. Oh, why were they playing there? I don't know. Okay. I think it was just it was like a, a they had the the gym and it was yeah. like an auditorium kind of place. Huh. But yeah. I mean, they were famous by then. They didn't have to play gyms. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. So that's my five. Uh, my four, I went Your Love is a Song. Uh, because it physically pains me and it takes an, a really good song to do that, to emotionally make you into a puddle. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, it's a great power ballad that's not a power ballad, but it's a ballad, but it's heavy. Musically and lyrically. It's really good. It's a great ballad. I love that they can do both. Get you a man <laughs> who can do both. They can, like, tear your face off, and they can just, like, sludge into stuff, or they can write, like, a really nice ballad. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of their better ones. Um, three is Awakening. Jams. Slaps. All of the adjectives, that one does it. Uh it's just one of those songs that makes me want to scream because it makes me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, it, I just want to scream as soon as it comes on. That's why there's that, wah, that's in the background of that song. There's, like, a scream, like, effect that they use the whole time. It's because that's how you feel. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, like, scream that's, like, in the background that echoes. Um, that's an amazing song. It makes me want to punch things and, like, <laughs> and yell and jump around, and it's great. Uh, number two is 24. I think it's their best ballad. Amazing. What? How can you be upset? Did you number forget? Number two? Number two? No, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning your choices. That's a great song. I'm not saying it's not a great song. It's beautiful. <laughs> it breaks your whole entire heart. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Do you want the honorable mentions, things that were in my list that didn't make it? Yep. Uh, stars, Dirty Second Hands, Love is the Movement, Company Car, Head Over Heels, This Is Your Life. I love Head Over Heels. Yeah. I think that album on a whole is their most underrated album. Which album is that? Uh, I know oh, I just Gravity. looked at it. but I've, Okay, yeah. I mean, I think we said that when we did the albums, that that one's yeah. like woefully underrated. Yeah. Um, Except for 412. Uh, that song can, I, it's just, it's stuck in my head now because I thought of it and now it's stuck Having in my head. Having trouble staying asleep. 
There's, I think of that every time I see a clock that's at 412. It, like, have you ever woken brain. up at yeah, 412? Yeah, I have, and it's weird. <laughs> you're like, John, how did it's you It's know? like you roll over and you're like, what time is it? And you like look at the phone and it's like, having trouble staying asleep. It's like some sort of horror movie. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day, but 412. <laughs> but it's it's like Groundhog Day, but every day at four twelve your phone goes off and plays four twelve. <laughs> That's a good prank. <laughs> Thank you for giving me next, this good prank. Listen, to play next on you. time we see Andy, I gotta steal his phone <laughs> and set of an alarm for four, like every four twelve. Yeah, yeah, good. Um... Cool. So, if that's all taken care of, the best Switchfoot song is the sound. John M. Perkins Blues. <clears throat> uh, it's it's their heaviest, maybe, song of all. It's It rocks so hard. It just goes, and it's, it's amazing. I, listen, here's something that Switchfoot does that makes me incredibly angry. Uh, the best stuff that they do, they don't put on the albums. <laughs> and there is, when I saw them, when we saw them in Pittsburgh, they played that mm. before the album was out, and my mind was rearranged. Yeah. Um, but there is, they did it like that at that show, and there's a live studio version of it where they do this really spacey intro. And it's so cool. <laughs> and then they didn't put it on the album. And I was like, why, why would you They not? do do that sometimes. They do do that exclusively. It do be like that sometimes. To quote a famous philosopher, it do be like that sometimes. That song is a jam. That song is great. That it's, it, it's their best song, uh, as I've said. And you can go ahead. I, now. I, was, I was incredibly wrong in my thinking. Uh, we had exactly zero. No. Of the of the what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you have to put the sound on your list. It's uh Matthew. <laughs> I thought you would also have that as your number one or number two. No. You're wrong. I I've never you've never been more wrong in your entire life. It's a it's a jam. I'm not arguing you that have it's never not. been more wrong than this exact moment. I'm upset. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, this is bad. Oh no, friends! I'm angry. The podcast is over. <laughs> I have to sleep on the couch. Like all the other ones, I was prepared for you to be like, "Yeah, it's good, but it's not top five. And I was going to be like, "Fine." I thought for sure we would both have that for number one, or at least you'd have it as your number two, because I think I, I know what your number one I, is if it's not that. I can't believe this. I can't believe you'd do this. I can't believe you've done this. But you should tell me your list. And All right. Wow. wow. Uh, this is going to be bad. Wow. Ivy's going to hate me. Wow. Um, Can Okay, did you have any from my honorable mentions? I did. Also, I should say that, like, <coughs> if the entirety of Hello Hurricane counted as one song, I would have picked it. But in the interest of not saying... That and picking every song from Hello Hurricane, I I didn't. I okay. made sure I spread it out more. But also, I could have picked the first five songs or any five songs off of Hello Hurricane, and it still would have been correct. 
So that's I'm just say, I'm just putting that out there in the world. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. I can't believe this. I'm scared. I I feel like I am in <laughs> danger of physical violence right now. I can't believe this. <laughs> okay. I was just so sure. Um All right. Number 5. Uh dirty second hands. I thought that was going to be your number 1. Jam. I know you love that one. Jam. I have it in my honorables. It's not my favorite, but I know it's Here's a good song. all right. Here's I think I wanted to th- when I was thinking about it, I was like cuz they have a lot of different facets. Yeah. There's just straight bangers. Yeah. Straight bangers. <laughs> um there's super deep emotional dark stuff mm-hmm. and then there's some really interesting experimental Yeah. very musically complex pieces of music. Yeah. Um Dirty Second Hands kind of hits all of those. Yeah. Um, All right. Really cool lyrics. Um, it's in 5-4, and then it's in 6-4, <laughs> and then it's in 6, and then it's in 4, and then it's in 5. It's in minor, and then the chorus goes to major. It's just a cool, like, musically interesting song. Yeah. It's also just dirty. It's pretty ew. It's just... 5-4 <laughs> gets... Like... And there's there's two versions of the song. Um... There's the album version off of Oh Gravity, uh-huh. and then there's they put an early cut of it on the Eastern Hymns EP. Oh yeah, that is more dirty more often. Like it just starts and it's just like <laughs> the whole time. But the thing I like about the album version is it starts with like the resonator guitar and it's kind of plunky. Yeah, and it kind of has that. In a, it's almost like um, it's almost kind of like some like really southern blues. Yeah, it's like you're on somebody's porch. Yeah, it's a really cool sound. Yeah. And then it, the chorus hits, and it then that's when the bass and the drums really come in. Yeah. Well, even like the first couple verses, there's guitar and there's drums, but there's no bass and no really distorted guitar. And then the first chorus happens, and you're like, okay, that was pretty heavy. And then the the second verse hits. And it's just like, blam, right out of it. And I'm like, I've like, I listened to them both back to back. Yeah. And I was like, which one do I like more? And I always liked the Eastern Hymns one because it was heavier, longer. Yeah. But I think the not giving it to you and then really just like then slamming it with you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I love that song. Yes, I know. And that I was know. like, that was probably, that's probably the art- artsiest one I have on here. Mm. Um. As much as I love their darker stuff, it I I don't think I don't know. I didn't want to like I could have just clogged this list with Eastern Hymns songs <laughs> and that would have been boring. Um number four, I am surprised you didn't have this one, and I have a feeling like you don't even like this song. <laughs> uh is happy as a yuppie word. Um I don't know how I feel about that one. It's not one that I would go to, but it's not one that I would skip. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um. Like, if somebody was like, play me a good Switchfoot song, I don't think I'd pick it. Like, it wouldn't be the one that I yeah. would pick. But I wouldn't skip it if it came up. Yeah, I you know? I think this one, it's a bit of a sleeper. Yeah. Um. I think the lyrical content is great. I mean, most of his lyrics 
this great. era yeah. are, I think, are pretty great. Um, very deep and, like, just that whole idea, like, happy is a yuppie word, I think is a great, like, sentiment. Yeah. Um, also really interesting musically, it sort of shifts from minor into major and then minor into major. And then there's the whole nothing is sound section, which is, like, gloriously major and then it switches back to the minor key for yeah. the end, which I, I think is a really... It has a lot of very interesting light and dark in it. Um, and, again, it, it's not my, f- like, favorite. And there's songs on that album that I like more. But I think as far as, like, the best, mm-hmm. it's... It's like, if you're gonna pick one song to represent that album... I think it's that song. Okay. Okay. I'll buy it. Um, all right. So, Ivy was a little more... No, I'm not gonna... Never mind. Um, <laughs> number three, I... I oh, so, so, I had a couple out, and I was like, I, I need... I need an unequivocal, unarguable banger. Yeah. I just you, need... Well, you gotta have a banger, and it should be the sound. I need a banger. And I think it's their best banger. It's mess of me. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't put both of them, because they're both... It's too, just... That, I mean, that song's amazing. You know uh, how I feel about the whole album. You know how I feel. If there's, like, one song that makes you want to, like, punch stuff... That and, one. like, break your hands air drumming <laughs> in the car... Like, it's mess of me. Yeah. Because it goes so hard, and then when that bridge drops... And it's just that dun 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 bump 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 You just want to scream and flail. It's so good. And commit crimes. It's so good. And I was like, of all their like really rockin' stuff, I think that's like the most rockin'. I don't think it's the heaviest. No. But it's just banger. Um Number two. This was hard. Because I had to go back and forth and do some deep soul searching. And I still feel terrible. But it's this is what I'm going with. It's Hello Hurricane. Number two. Number two. I mean, it's a great choice. I love... I mean, that song makes me feel like I can take on the world. It's... It's... Again, it's, I think songs from that album specifically hit me in a very strange way. Yeah. Because it's a very, like, resilient, optimistic song. But, like, right underneath the surface of that, it's just dark. Like. It's like bad things are going to happen. Yeah. But then you have to be. You know, it, ready. Like, it, it seems a little bit like the darkness is going to win. And I think that's... Yeah. Like, like, regardless of how you feel or what you do. Yeah, I think that's... I think yeah. that's... I think I just tripped onto something. I think the thing about Hello, Hurricane is it's... They're like, we have triumphed over the darkness. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, goosebumps. Ooh. It's like, it just... That's why it makes you want to sob, even though, like, some of the songs are so happy. Right. It it feels... All the songs are happy and sad at the same time. It feels very much like 
yeah, we won for now. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. uh, ow, <laughs> ouch. Um, like, I just want to listen to it and cry. I I just discovered that you can buy that on vinyl. I've never seen it on vinyl, and I just discovered that I can order it, and that's what I'm going to do. We have to. I I I need that. I like. <laughs> I physically need it. I might like pay my taxes and then see how much money I have, and then see how many Switchfoot finals I can order. <laughs> Cause like we should own them. Uh, we just need five. No, I would. I would. I would even say we just need four, f- three of them. I would say just just <laughs> well, three. Well, depends of on them. how broke we are. That's yeah. At least two of them. <laughs> um, like I said, I my favorite thing that that band has ever done. I don't think it's their best. It's my favorite. It's the Eastern Hymns for Western Shores. Mm-hmm. Eastern Hymns for Western Shores EP, which, according to the, like, it doesn't exist. <laughs> they, I think they put it out, it was like a Christmas present to their email subscribers. The only reason I have it is because you gave it to me. The only reason I have it is because Ben gave it to me. <laughs> and I don't think you can get it. Like, I don't, I don't think, think it exists. exists. Um... If you can find it, it's tremendous. Um, but back now to my honorable mentions. Um, I want to let me get my list. I want to see how many. Uh, you all right? You wanted if we hit some. You wanted a heartbreaker. That's their best like ballad song. Is Daisy? I don't know that song very well. Uh, it's so good. The other thing is that they have a lot of music, mm-hmm. and there's some of it that I am more familiar with than others. Yep. So, I don't really know that song. Okay. It's I Love It. I will listen to it and cry. Um, sure. The Fatal Wound? I don't know that. It's not coming. It's not written Ivy, you need to spend some more time <laughs> with the Nothing Is Sound album. Okay. Uh, there's some great songs on that album. Uh, this is one you might not have ever heard unless I gave it to you. <laughs> I wish everyone could see the hand motion you just did. It was like a, um, you betcha. Yeah. Uh, The Sound in My Mouth? I don't think I know that one. Banger. Banger. It's off of the O-E-P? The O-Gravity O. Yeah. Yeah. I know of it. Yeah. Um, It's that song and Come On, Come On, which isn't that good, and then an acoustic version of O-Gravity. See, I've heard that. Okay. Sound in My Mouth. I've probably heard it, but I don't remember it. It's great. Has one of their most Beatles-y moments on that Mm. song, which I love. Because they love the Beatles, and you can tell. Uh, I love the song Oh Gravity. I, it's a fun song. It's, it's just... I, I could have had it on my list. I just, like... It, I think it's because I knew I didn't think it was going to be top five, right. so I didn't write it down. I, I don't think it is top five. Um, it's a great it song. is a blast. <laughs> if you don't air keyboards to the little keyboard break, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, I think Lonely Nation is a really underrated track. Um, Stars is great. Stars is very... It's... The two times that I've seen them live, it's one of the most fun songs, like, to to watch them play. Oh, yeah. It's it's a jam, for sure. I went through and I was playing bass along to this stuff, and I, like, had to remember how to play it. It's so much fun. Like, it's just a great riff. Um, what? What? You're looking at me like you want to say something. Okay. Um, sound is great. Did I say sound? Um, Circles? That's a good song. Very sort of artsy and spacey, and I think it's yeah. really interesting. Um, connect with the spine. 
Eastern hymns. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll just save you the next three songs are from Eastern hymns. <laughs> See, like I listen to it, but I don't know it as well as you do. I don't. I don't think you would. I don't think it's something that you would like as much as I like it. I don't think it is. Um, connect with the spine. Uh, we are bound in stitches. Are all from that? I just don't remember them very well. It's great. For whatever reason, Switchfoot doesn't put their best songs on the album. The song Fading West is great. <laughs> it's great. And they didn't put it on the album. Is it just in the movie or they, something? They shelved it to an EP, mm. which all the songs in that are better than the songs on the Fading West album. It's not. It's the name of the album, but it's not on the album? No. Switchfoot. Are you drunk? Go home. Um, and I added two more that, cause you said it's like, they're not their best songs, but they're just fun. Like they make you feel so right. good. Company car. Uh, that's Absolutely. On, that's on my list. I thought about putting it in the top five, but it, it occupies the same space as Chem 6A in my head. Right. Like a similar space. So I didn't want to put both. Uh, Gone. That's a fun song. Gone is so much fun. Yeah. Like Frank Sinatra and Elvis and his mom. <laughs> What's, uh... I don't remember the rest of it. That's a good song. Um, very 90s, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Or early yeah. 2000s-y. Um, which means... I don't know what your number one is. Did uh, I say it? No. I, I think... I don't know what it is. In my <laughs> humble opinion, the best Switchfoot song is Needle and Haystack Life. That is... Oh, my God. <laughs> It's I, such a good song. It's, I'm, I, I'm extremely um, biased because I remember where I was, mm-hmm. who it was with. Like, that first guitar chord hit, and my life was different. Yeah. And I think that that... It's just, I can't even... I can't even talk about it. Maybe that's why it's not on my list, because it reduces me to a literal puddle <laughs> that I just can't even, like, think about it's it. It's so good. <laughs> because it makes you want to laugh and cry all it, at the it, same it time. It makes you want to, like... How can I... I can't even explain it. You. It makes you feel alive in all the best and worst ways all at the same time. You are so aware of your existence. Like... <laughs> Imagine you're skydiving, <laughs> but you're just emotionally shattered. It's an emotional skydive. And you can't decide if this is the worst day of your life or if you're having the most fun you've ever had. Yeah. That's what that song sounds like. <laughs> I And the his vocals on it are so good. Mm-hmm. The guitars are so good. Everything, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's, I can't even, like, when we started this, that's the first song I wrote down. Yeah. I was like, what's the best Switchfoot song? Needle and Haystack Life. And then I wrote, Hello Hurricane. I was like, is Hello Hurricane better than Needle and Haystack Life? And then I listened to them both, and I was like, no. Um, I told Ivy, there was a while, like, and by a while, I mean, it's been... It's 2019, so it's been at least six years since I've been able to listen to that whole song. 
I, I would make it, like, I had no idea how the bridge went. Like, when it started, <laughs> I was like, I don't even remember this. Because I would make it to the first line of the course and change the song. Because I would just, like, choke up. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's upsetting to me how good it is. You've never felt emotions that strong until you listen to that song. And, okay, here's what you have to do. Um, listen to that album every day of your life. Uh, For, like, a year. But go through, like, <laughs> the most emotionally damaging period uh, and then have a major life change uh, and then not talk to your old best friends anymore. And then not listen to it for six years. <laughs> and then try and listen to And then to listen it again. to it again. And then you'll understand yeah. how I'm feeling. That is the way. But I made it. I made it. Did you listen to the whole thing today? I listened to the song. Yeah. Not the album. No, the, the song. I listened through the song. Yeah. And I survived. So it's possible. It's possible. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> would you recommend it? I, no. I would not <laughs> recommend it. But. Just listen to the album and enjoy it for the amazing piece of art that it is. It's. Maybe. Yes. Enjoy the greatest album ever made, perhaps. Uh, it's up there. In my, like, top five albums of all time. It's in my top five albums of all time. I think it would make it. It's, I mean, it's... Like, of my personal favorites. Like, there's there's so much music, and we all consume so much music. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember very specifically the first time I heard A Day in the Life by the Beatles, uh, The Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd, Body Snatchers by Radiohead, and this song. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of too many more. That, like, the first time I heard him, it, like, changed my DNA. Yeah. Here's a funny story. My dad had this big, um, it was a Panasonic, I think, stereo. The one that's in the basement now. Yeah. The big, tall. Yeah. And it used to sit in the corner of their living room. And we had bought the Beatles Love CD, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which, at the time, I didn't know is a big, weird concoction of a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so, be me. Uh, be, like, 12, 11, maybe. Sitting cross-legged on the floor, three feet in front of this stereo <laughs> that was probably just about as tall as I was. Right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and... <clears throat> The bridge section of A Day in the Life starts, <laughs> and I, like, the feeling that I, the word that I could use to describe the feeling that I felt was horror. It's scary. I was It's terrified. scary when you know it's coming. I was like, like, I never heard something like that. It's scary. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I did, oh, no, I don't like, and then, bump, 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 bump. Yeah. And I was like. <gasps> okay. <laughs> and that happens again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if that last chord in a day in life happens, and you don't, like, rethink your entire life, <laughs> like, as it fades... Like, I don't think you're human. It's just... 
I music's crazy, man. I need to stop talking because I'll, <laughs> I can talk about this specific thing forever. We need to make a Patreon so that you can have a bonus episode and just be like, okay, so here's everything I didn't get to say. Or just like, <laughs> just call me and I'll tell you in in no words how amazing this album is. Uh, because I'll just be like, it's, man, was, uh, you just can't, I don't know. Music man. It's crazy. How can math and sounds make such emotions? I ask myself this sometimes. I don't know. But I think if that's the top five... And I like your list. It's just different from mine. I like every song that you have. So, I mean, I'm not angry at you, mostly. I just thought for sure that you would have the sound. I was, I'm was. i not even mad that you didn't. I'm just so surprised, because I thought for sure that we would both have that. It's all. I mean, it's a banger. Yeah, I just I thought for sure. Um, but I was wrong. And I think we both have good lists. Um, but are we ready to wrap it up? I think we ought to wrap it up. I'm not. Well, you can talk to me after we turn off the microphone. Okay. Uh, So, hey, thanks for listening. We hope this was a good time and we hope uh, you had fun. And if you have any questions that you want to ask us or suggestions for things we should review or games we should play, you can send them to sleepingsituation at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media anytime or text us if you have our numbers or whatever. Whatever is your favorite way to get a hold of us, go ahead. Tell um, us your favorite Switchfoot songs. Tell us your favorite Switchfoot songs, and if you like Lana Del Rey or not. And, uh... If we remember, we'll put up a poll on our Twitter this Friday, and you can say whose uh, list you think was best. Even though we both have pretty good lists, if I do say so myself. Uh, you hate me, and you don't <laughs> like my list, and it's okay. Uh, so, hey, we put out new podcast episodes every Monday. So you should come back to wherever you're listening to this. And if there's somewhere else that we should put this, let us know. Uh, should we put it better. on Spotify? Uh, that's probably a good idea. I just don't know how. I don't know how to do that. Um, but we should uh, maybe figure it out. Should we uh, dub them onto cassette tapes and yes. mail them to you? That is the correct answer. Uh, can we put them on floppy disks? <laughs> I don't know if a floppy disk would hold it. Do we have a beige enough device to make a floppy disk? <laughs> no, actually. No, we don't. <laughs> um, cool. So, wherever you're listening to this, there'll be another one on Monday. So, come on back around. Do us a follow. We'll try and share some fun stuff. Uh, trying to keep up on that. And we'll have new episodes and more reviews and games and stuff for you soon. So, tell us what you want to hear. And thanks again for hanging out with us for however long this has been. It's been a little long. Um, we sh- I should have known going into this, uh, especially that we've caught me in, in my Switchfoot mode. Uh, it's a very specific mode. It is. And it's, it only happens, it's like a, it's like a lunar eclipse. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you gotta mark your calendar. Uh, the next one will probably be, uh, February. February? I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. say February, um, during a snowstorm. I'm going to get real emotional. We're going to get snowed in. And then I'm going to start <laughs> listening to Switchfoot and crying. Um, Good times are had by all. <laughs> sure. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, cool, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.